0: Hello and welcome to ArtWitch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. ArtWitch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art, and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic and welcome back to the Art Witch Podcast. I am your host, Zanetta. It's so wonderful to be back with you, to connect in this reading space, and to offer these creativity tarot readings to our community. It's a joy to hear how many of you have been tracking these readings over the last almost year, and how these readings have been landing for all of you. And I know a lot of folks are so creative and take these readings to places and spaces far beyond what I offer in this space. So many people are reworking the readings and figuring out ways to make it more applicable to their own situations and their own ways of creatively working. So I encourage you in this creativity tarot reading to have fun to explore and experiment how these messages can work for your creativity and your magic. If you get an idea or an intuitive download about what to do and what to try, please keep track of those things because it's not a coincidence that you listen to a message and then something inside you resonates and then you feel kind of a call to do something else. Oftentimes, messages unfold in deeper clarity as the weeks go by in these lunar readings. So you may experience one thing at the time of receiving the message, and that can lead you like a trail of breadcrumbs through the forest <laughs> towards what you're trying to get into. And often it's very spiralic. Sometimes it can be a little bit more like A to B motion, but oftentimes there's not really a clear rhyme or sense as to how things unfold, at least from the mental perspective, which is going to be actually a very big theme in today's reading. So I just encourage you to make yourself very comfortable in this reading space, to have a great time. And you know receive this time is truly for you your art and your magic before we get into the reading and all the beautiful messages that were shared i want to share a few announcements the first one is that on the full moon in pisces i am going to be a part of a really cool panel on spirituality ritual art and ecology it's like all of my favorite things kind of wrapped up into one and Mary Grace of Homebody Podcast is going to be facilitating this panel. So it's going to be myself, Jamessa Hawthorne, um, Alicia Mazella, and Mary Grace. And it's really exciting to have these conversations at this current time. Because we are about to hit that fall equinox. We're about to get into a new season. So there's a lot of shifts that are happening right now. And a lot of us are doing the navigation dance. (laughs) We have very large questions on our hearts and on our minds and spirits. And we're also still working day to day and doing different things. So, these panel conversations I feel like are really helpful for queuing in to community, queuing in to collective motion, and giving oneself space to contemplate and work with the larger energies intentionally. And many of us are experiencing the echoes and very direct impacts of climate change, of ego grief. And we are conscientious, loving, connected folks who are trying to find ways to engage with those very, very large energies. So as art witches, we have so many tools at our disposal. And this particular panel, I feel like really speaks to the spiritual artistic aspects of queuing into ecology and environmental conservation so i want to invite you to this panel that's coming up on the full moon there are sliding scale tickets available it is on september 20th 6 to i believe 8 p.m I'll put the link down below so that you have all that information. But I am very, very excited. Last year, I did extensive work around ritual, around ecology. <laughs> so this is kind of my particular field of care and deep interest. And I'm really, really, really excited to listen to the other panelists to hear how they experience their art and their ritual. And there's going to be a huge kind of Q&A session at the end. So if you have been exploring how your artistic and magical practices are connected to your environmental land and earth-based connections your connections to all beings and how that helps you move forward in alignment and care then i really highly recommend this panel so i will put the link down below for that The other thing that I would like to invite you into is on October 20th I am hosting an ecstatic fire sound ritual. This sound ritual was given to me by my guides as a creative liberation ritual. It's essentially unleashing our creative energy and tapping into our creative fire and the image that I want to share with you is the knight of wands. I often think of the knight of wands as a figure who is able to take action on behalf of the inspiration and creative energy that flows through them. And this figure is able to take that energy and directly move on it. And this ritual is in service Of folks who need that jumpstart, who are ready to unleash their creative energy and for whatever reason have been unable to do so at the current time. This is not really for folks who are already doing a bunch of creative things and already putting out a bunch of artwork and feel like it's very easy for them to send their work out and to do their creative visions and bring those dreams into being. This is a ritual for folks who feel stagnant or stuck in their creative energy and they are ready to transform. They are ready to shift their reality and experience. And this is a spell, essentially. It's a spell for our creativity. I have done so many spells over the course of my lifetime around, particularly my art, around unblocking, around releasing around finding agency. And so this is a very, very special ritual that I feel strongly about being able to offer this community. So if you are feeling called, if you are ready to transform and to shift into making your art and really channeling the creative fire that runs through your veins that you know is there, but just needs a little bit of assistance, this ritual is for you. So this is happening on October 20th, which is the full moon in Aries. Aries often is an initiatory energy and an initiatory energy by fire. So if we are trying to unleash and release this creative energy, Aries is a wonderful companion in this work. And I've done a lot of work with Aries new moons and full moons to be able to do creative fire work. So if this resonates for you and you're feeling called towards this kind of community transformational sound ritual, then I suggest clicking the link below to my newsletter and joining the newsletter so when that update comes out and the event comes out and the tickets come out, you'll be notified and you'll be able to get in on that. I am offering some sliding scale spots for that there will be more information in the upcoming email that comes out in my newsletter. But if you have any questions or you're interested in learning more about my process, I will definitely be having a little bit of a Q&A on Instagram in the coming weeks. The other announcement that I have is that I am going on some really cool adventures. I'm really, really excited about this. I am starting to cue into the fall migration for birds here in the upper northeast. We are starting to get that little bit of shift into fall, ever so slight. It's still very much summer, but this shift usually signals when there are a lot of songbirds migrating there's just a lot of migrations happening and so i'm going to be spending quite a bit of time recording during this period what i mean by recording is going out to remote locations usually off-grid and recording for several days at a time by myself and i'm really really excited about this and i'm going to be sharing a lot of my explorations and experiences on my YouTube channel as art witch vlogs. So I'm basically gonna start getting into my artistic process, how I record my kind of practice with ritual and how I essentially make my art and I'm gonna be sharing some of that on YouTube. I hope you'll consider subscribing to my YouTube channel it's Sound Art Magic on YouTube. I'm gonna be posting October, November kind of months. My first art witch vlog is scheduled to be released on October 12th so keep an eye out for that. Please consider subscribing and there's also a ton of videos already up on there about various art witch things especially meditation and tarot and general musings around things that we struggle with as artists. So keep an eye out for those art witch vlogs coming up soon. And then the last thing I would like to say before we get into the reading is a really big thank you to our latest Patreon member, Caroline. Thank you so much Caroline for joining the community and supporting this work. And a big thank you to everyone who booked Creative Liberation readings. Creative Liberation readings will be reopened probably around November, and that will be the next round. If you're interested in Creative Liberation readings for yourself, your artwork, your career, I highly recommend getting on my Early Bird tarot reading list. This essentially gives you 24 hours advance notice before I open my schedule and open readings to the wider public. This last time readings were booked up very fast and I appreciate all of you so much for connecting and supporting this work. It feels so, so powerful to see so many people creating and moving and really opening themselves up to how to channel spirit and how to channel it through their work and to do so with such love and care for the world. So these readings are very much about getting out of any kind of limiting spaces and kind of opening ourselves up again to what it is that we're here to do. So if you would like to be on the creative liberation notification list, please go ahead, click the description link down below for early bird list and you will be notified and probably sometime around November when the next readings open up. So without further ado, here's today's reading. Today's reading offers us a few formats of information. Usually I just use the cards and I share what messages have come through the cards, but I also got an invitation to channel a written message. So I'm going to share that message that came through from my guides to you, and we'll start the reading that way. Beyond the time of your perspective, there's been many questions of how you will proceed And that process to proceed has its shape in the things that have happened before. It's a door, the question, and you are perpetually answering the door. The invitations in these readings gives you agency, but not the will. The will is your own. You determine your destiny and it's the key. If we are to offer you guidance, Then be prepared for answering those calls with strength and courage. Be prepared to garner energy from places where your energy has been leaking and released to sources unbeknownst to you. There are practitioners that want you to soften to the extent that you will rely on them. There are people who will want you to be pliable to their offerings until you believe that the source of your creativity is because of them and not you. That has to be released. On this Virgo new moon, sacred sovereignty is a powerful concept and you're likely to feel many things about this subject. The feelings are not antithetical to your calling or your agency. They are not hijacking your capacity to create. They are a huge part of your creative process, and the struggle is a natural way that we come up with the solutions, and solutions as in quotes. It's the challenge that invites growth. It's a question that calls an answer to the surface. It's a struggle that will bring solution. Knowing what big feelings are in the scheme of your creative process helps you orient in the larger picture of your creation and destruction cycle. Destruction does not often get talked about, but destruction is where we are headed in these deep winter months of the northern hemisphere. On the fall equinox, we hold creation and destruction. On the brink of Libra season, with the justice card as our muse, this lunar cycle will take us there. It will take us to a place where we are holding the feelings of destruction and release, and it will be sacred. As sacred as your outpouring and your expression, as sacred as your gifts and all those who feel them, as sacred as the underground world and all the mysteries it holds. You as an art witch are a sharer of magic And a keeper of mystery all in one. May your sacred sovereignty light the way. So that message given to us by my guides sees us through this lunar cycle, which begins on September 6th and ends on October 5th. This lunar cycle has many large transitional energies that are being held within it we're moving seasons, we're feeling that equinox shift. For those of us in the northern hemisphere, we're feeling that fall equinox shift. And for those in the southern hemisphere, there's that spring equinox shift that's occurring. And we're also kind of moving from that summer energy into that fall. And I know that that's part of the equinox, but I think there's specific associations that many of us have with summer and then with fall. Summer being a time when many of us are able to go on vacation or get a chance to do kind of more summery activities and then Fall is this kind of more liminal time, and it's also a time where there's more like academic energy. There's a little bit more, okay, it's time to go back to school or go back to work, etc. etc. We're also experiencing Mercury and retrograde coming up in this cycle. We're moving from Virgo season into Libra season, and there's also that tail end energy of the full moon in Pisces. So we have quite a bit of transition that's coming out in this cycle. And the cards that came up, I think, really, really, really reflect that energy. So I'm going to get into those cards in a moment. But for those who are new to this podcast and new to this reading format, I'm going to share just a dash about how I conduct these readings every lunar cycle. I use the same tarot spread, which is a three card spread. It's called the door, the lock and the key. The door is the invitation for our creativity, this lunar cycle. Essentially, how are we being invited to creatively liberate and expand to step even deeper into our authentic expression? The second card is the lock. This is essentially what is going to challenge us or prevent us from being able to answer that invitation of the first card. The third card is the key. What tangible steps or actions can we take that's going to help us answer that invitation? Essentially, how can we activate? What can we do? that will help us to step into that higher perspective and deeper perspective. This lunar cycle, the cards were very, very clear, had a lot of wisdom to share with us. For the invitation for this lunar cycle, this is the door that we're being invited to step into. We have the Ten of Swords in Reverse. The Ten of Swords in Reverse speaks to past energies that are coming up And how we move forward with agency and truth into the next season. We are on a threshold. We are getting a lot of old stuff that's going to get kicked up in this lunar cycle. How we decide to proceed is going to determine how things unfold. And I don't want to give you too much of a heavy energy around this. You know, this doesn't need to be so emphasized. But what is being highlighted essentially in the Ten of Swords in Reverse coming up is that our presence, our way of maintaining presence is very impactful. It's very helpful. Sometimes it can feel silly to take a break when we have so many things that are coming up around us, so many things that we're dealing with, but we're often navigating quite a bit In our modern world, we're often navigating quite a bit of energies, quite a bit of information. Many of you are channelers and are conduits for spirit in your work, in the spaces that you're in. So you're picking up on all sorts of stuff. And this season, you're picking up probably a lot more. So we're going to be invited to have some awareness around this to notice this pattern around these energies that are getting kicked up. Insecurities, worries, things like that are definitely going to be visiting us. Old familiar woundings or feelings are going to be visiting us during this lunar cycle. And how we are aware of them and how we decide to proceed is our higher invitation, this learner cycle. It is the door. That is the door to kind of an up-leveling, so to speak, of how we move forward and how we grow. It's not that we are perfect beings, right? We've talked about this in previous readings. It's not that we are perfect beings, but it's our capacity to sit with our imperfections that changes everything. It is our capacity to be aware and to hold space for and to choose how we want to move forward. Choice is a really, really big part of this. So in order to have that choice, awareness needs to be cultivated on some level. We have to have some sort of way of developing awareness. and I've talked about this a lot in other spaces and those of you who work with me on Patreon and have meditated with me a lot know that I am a really big advocate for meditation. I think that meditation is a really powerful way to cultivate awareness and to be able to sit with complexity in our lives to sit with our complex experiences. So you do not have to meditate to develop awareness. I just think that meditation is a very common way that many people start to develop this and it's often very accessible. It's free and there are many ways to do it. And I will leave a link to my video on meditation, which is guide to meditation in the description below. But basically. There are many ways to cultivate this awareness. This awareness leads to a sense of discernment. It leads to our truth. It leads to us recognizing when we are reacting and when we are making an intentional choice. Because these old energies and some of these familiar challenges that we faced in the past, especially maybe in our younger years and previous iterations of ourselves and our creative lives, that stuff's going to come and visit this lunar cycle. And how we decide to engage with all of that is going to determine how we move forward in the coming months for the rest of the year. So I don't want to go and place too much of an emphasis on this, but your choices do matter. They do. And they are going to work with you or they're going to work and kind of continue in that old patterning so the image that was kind of shown to me around this card was energy moving towards the right and you can almost see an arcing curve an arcing line that's moving to the right and spiraling in towards itself again and moving towards the right here's the really beautiful part of patterning and spiralic movement and this invitation even if you find yourself playing back into those old spirals. Some aspect of what you are doing is different than before, than your past. So you're still growing, you're still progressing in your journey, but you may experience some kind of switchback movements. You may experience reverse spiraling. You may experience times where you're like, oh my gosh, darn it, I did that and I didn't mean to do that. Spirit's kind of showing us that even when you might feel like you're not really tangibly moving forward, you are in a sense. But it is the relationship that we have to our reactivity, the patterns, and even the compassion that we have for ourselves as we struggle with these things. That's a really, really big theme here. Like how can we appreciate the way that we're trying to move, appreciate and have compassion for when we feel like we're backtracking a little bit and we're maybe not making progress. I'm going to try and give a little bit more of a, an example for you so that you have some way of kind of anchoring into this. Imagine some kind of past insecurity comes up for you and you're reactive towards it. You're not really all that aware of what's happening and you're kind of responding to that kind of insecurity and as such a little later in the lunar cycle you realize oh darn it I played into that and you're like shoot I wanted to have more discernment I wanted to move forward with a little more intention and instead of getting really critical about the whole situation there is where we are starting to grow that little space where you're like, I see that. Thank you. I understand how I played into that. I understand how those old familiar energies of insecurity came and visited. I understand this. Thank you for showing me this past energy. Thank you for giving me a present moment to become aware of it. Thank you. And I... Hope to move forward with some awareness around this pattern. So, do you see how it's not really about whether or not you did better, <laughs> whether or not you were perfect? It's not really about that flavor. We're repatterning in the relationships that we have towards these kinds of reactive moments and these kinds of old energies. We soften the charge because they're not really a determiner of how you're going to move forward. They're not really a determiner of everything. And especially when we don't let them kind of define our self-concept and our truth. This is so key because numerologically what we're dealing with right now is the 10, right? And 10 distills down to 1 plus 0, which is 1. One is agency. One is initiatory energy. One is that motion forward and that kind of directive raw energy. And I think that part of that one is also truth, right? We have the Ace of Swords kind of held within the Ten of Swords. They're definitely connected their cosmic circle, this cosmic, unending, continuous exchange that's happening. You are moving forward. You are progressing. You are developing. But it's not in the ways that we measure necessarily. It's not in every single like micro-movement is perfectly aligned. (laughs) It's not that The relationships that we have to our patterns are going to be like we've mastered everything. That is not really what's being kicked up in this cycle. The old energies and the past insecurities and worries that are coming through in this lunar cycle are giving you an opportunity to grow in your agency as a complex being. You are a complex being. In our channeled message, we have the creation and destruction that we are holding simultaneously. And we hold those things. We hold our capacity to create really acute and amazing things. And yet we're also flawed and beautiful, complex beings, rich and diverse in how we exist and how we are moving through the world. That doesn't change the fact that we are able to move forward so this is our larger invitation for this cycle is our relationships to the old thought forms and thought loops that are coming up the reactive patterns that we end up falling into (laughs) often and you know if you don't fall into these patterns then you're also developing You're also developing kind of a sense of awareness and a sense of understanding around your actions and your discernment and kind of those old thought forms. So you're not better or worse for that awareness. It's just a part of the development experience. So our challenge card that's coming through, the card that's going to really kind of maybe give us some difficulty around stepping into this invitation is the Page of Pentacles in Reverse. This page came up as an energy of our formative years or our earlier iterations of self and the instability and the ungroundedness that we may have experienced during those times that may have been a prime and fertile ground for those thought forms to take root. Let's just consider that some of the old patterns you know of insecurities and worries and fears you know not being enough or not being worthy a lot of this stuff comes from experiences when we were younger or when we were a lot more I want to say the soil was soft you know we were very impressionable at those times there was a lot of openness and sometimes that openness creates a really fertile environment for ideas and thoughts to take root often people say children are a sponge and I work a lot with children and I see so often how you say one thing and a kid will say it for months (laughs) and you'll be like oh my gosh I have to be careful what I say around this person and it's true because there's just such a receptive energy that occurs when we are young and when we are developing in our craft and in our art and so that time period that iteration of self or selves that is going to be kind of like the figure that's coming through that's kind of presenting a little bit of a struggle for us because as these old energies are getting kicked up that vulnerable version of self is coming through the version of self that maybe is like oh gosh is this true am I worthy is this like there's questions there there's questions from the younger self there's questions of the earlier iterations of self as to the validity and worthiness of our current selves and this is hard this is not an easy thing to sit with I struggle with this often, I feel like many of us struggle with this like no matter what you've created, no matter how much you've grown or how much you've developed, sometimes you just always feel like the page. (laughs) Sometimes you just always feel like the page, like a novice almost and you're like I don't even know who created that amazing thing you know, even if you become famous or you're like, you know somehow garner so much you know, resources or abundance around your work, whatever. I don't subscribe too hard into those kinds of systems of thought. But I will say that sometimes even if you feel like you've gotten to a place of success in your creativity, there's still that version of self that's always the page. And that version of self is going to be real it's going to kick up in this cycle. It's going to be like really present for some of us. And remembering that compassion, remembering that appreciation, remembering that we can sit with our complexity, that we can sit with the many versions of ourselves, not necessarily say, okay, the version of self that wants to grow and that feels like they can do anything is antithetical to the version of self that feels Unworthy or feels like they don't know anything. No, it's part of the same whole experience. It's part of the same whole person and being. In our last lunar cycle reading, we talked about how our humanity is what makes us relevant, not our heroism. And this is kind of playing back into that a little bit. Your Versions of self, which seem like they can't move forward, which seem like they are deeply wounded or just feel like they're unworthy, whatever those versions of self are, they are lovingly informing and making your work relevant, even when we are not aware of that and how exactly that is, because all parts of self are included in wholeness All parts of self are included in wholeness. The complexity that we're holding in this lunar cycle is so interesting and really is part of our expansion, right? It's expansive to be complex. It's expansive to not narrow oneself down to a definition of perfection and mastery. It is expansive to be vulnerable, to be soft, to be courageous to be loving to be compassionate to be scared to be all things all possibilities because everyone is all possibilities everyone every being and you are as well and those versions of self are constantly relevant and fluidly showing up into so many dynamic and diverse experiences and situations and as art witches in particular we are often being called to be so so fluid in the ability to channel spirit in the ability to share work that is truly going to help other people and transform the collective so it requires aspects of ourselves that we often don't feel comfortable with or that we don't identify with readily and this lunar cycle how we hold space for sacred complexity is going to be really, really, really powerful in our agency and ability to move forward. So the third and final card that came through this reading, and this is the card that's like the key, it's going to kind of unlock things. This card came through after the channeled message. This is the magician in reverse. All these reversal energies are cueing us in to the retrograde and the kick up of past energies. But the magician in particular shows us a way forward. And if you remember in the channeled message at the beginning, my guides were sharing about the will. They were sharing about the will. This is a very common word, keyword that goes with the magician, will. So yes, they are visiting energies from the past. Yes, some of those things are very uncomfortable. Yes, they may feel even destabilizing to the point that you're like, am I even grounded enough to move forward? And yet the magician comes through. The magician is a figure who often has kind of everything that they need to move forward in the direction that they are called to. move forward. And that kind of assuredness is what we are being invited to really call in. Our actionable step in this cycle is action. (laughs) It is engaging. It is taking those initiatives and taking those steps forward. I want to invite you to imagine how would you move forward if you felt you had everything you needed. If you felt that you had the skills, the capability, that you were experienced enough, that you had everything that you need, let's just imagine how would you move forward in your creative endeavors, in your creative dreams, if you believed you had everything that you needed, that you were fully capable? What would that look like? What would that feel like? What would that sound like? What would you see yourself doing? What would be the very next thing you would do? This is the framework, the mindset that we're tapping into to move forward. Because the fact is, you do have all the capacity to take a step forward. You do. That 10 of Swords is like, hey, we're closing one chapter and we're entering another one. Are we going to continue? operating and moving as if we're still in the old chapter or are we going to continue and move forward and move like we are in a new chapter because that's what's happening right as we are in an equinox experience one door is closing and another is opening how you decide to move and open that door is important it sets a tone for the next chapter it sets an intention and an energy and this is coming up in the most loving possible way. This is coming up in the most kind possible way. Kind and firm. You have agency. You have will. You can take a step forward towards what you care about. You can. No matter what you feel, no matter what your mind may think, no matter who you've been or what you've done or how things have happened in the past, you absolutely can take a step forward. Consider that all life has to take a step forward all the time, no matter what. We don't actually have the capacity to not step forward because things are changing all the time. We live in a world that is revolving and in constant motion. Even the idea that we could like not step forward is kind of an illusion. <laughs> it's kind of an illusion. So this magician is a little bit of a reassurance for us. You've got everything you need. The fact that you're even listening to this, you're probably already <laughs> doing all sorts of magical things. You probably have all sorts of ways that you care for yourself, that you take care of your energetics, that you move on intention. There's so many ways that you're already making magic and doing so with love and care. (laughs) So whatever kinds of old thought forms are getting kicked up this lunar cycle, let's see them for what they are. They're kind of like the echoes of an old chapter, Those echoes often get kicked up when we're moving beyond our comfort zone, when we're expanding. And I know many of you who work with me more closely are familiar with the concept of expansive action that I talk about often. (laughs) The concept of the known self and the thought forms that try to kind of come up and protect the known self and keep the known self safe keep the known self within a certain boundary and then what happens when we take expansive action so we take a risk or we do something that we haven't done before or we take a step in a direction that feels exciting but also a little maybe scary expansive action is really going to be our friend this cycle because it's taking the charge and the our attention away from like the old feelings and the old thought forms and the old patterns and it's directing our energy to our dreams to what we care about to what matters so you're being encouraged with this third card as your tangible action for this lunar cycle to take one step forward towards your dreams take one expansive action do something that kind of shifts your attention and your energy away from the struggle and more towards the thriving. Take a step towards the thriving because your energy can be drained by trying to deal with the symptoms and try to deal with like the struggle all the time. There's like a drain that occurs when it's getting caught up and trying to mitigate all that you can't mitigate all that. Some of that stuff's just done. Some of that stuff's just an echo. It's not even like a real acute thing that's like an issue. Some of that's just emanations from like charged experiences that have happened. They're aftershocks a little bit. That's a little bit of that Ten of Swords energy. Not an acute issue, right? It's just kind of like some old stuff that's kicked up. But if you react and you take action based off of that old stuff, it becomes more important. So you need to know where you're sending your energy and your attention this lunar cycle. This is a big part of the magician. We as witches have a responsibility to our energy. The responsibility to be aware of it and where we direct it. So there's choice in there and discernment. Deciding where you direct your energy. Do you want to direct it towards old struggles and old challenges? Or do you want to direct it towards your dreams, towards things that light you up, towards things that interest you? Because we can often create more of an issue where there wasn't an issue by feeding into those old patterns and charging them with our energy. This is not to say that the feelings of the experience aren't real, but those feelings don't indicate whether or not you're actually dealing with an acute blockage or an acute issue that's preventing you. Sometimes it's just the echoes past experiences. So these are the cards and the messages for this lunar cycle. We have the 10 of swords in reverse is our higher invitation to creatively liberate and expand this lunar cycle. We have the page of pentacles in reverse as what's preventing us from answering that invitation of the ten of swords in reverse. And then we have the magician in reverse which is how we can move forward tangibly and answer that invitation of the ten of swords. So I hope this message has been helpful for you. In terms of tools I want to say become aware of your energy, become aware of your thoughts and become aware of things. I highly recommend checking out my YouTube video on meditation. It's free. You can watch it. I go over all sorts of kinds of meditations that support your awareness and help you develop that kind of discernment about where your energy is being directed And then I have a couple meditations that I have created specifically for this. And the first one is called Call Your Power Back, which is an energy reclamation meditation. It's essentially grounding, shielding, centering, and it goes through how to call your energy back to you. And that's available. I'll leave a link for that. And then the other one that I really, really have enjoyed working with a lot is Clear Your Channel. So for those of you who are tarot readers, for those of you who are doing any kind of channeling work at all, or just doing space holding and healing work with different communities, oftentimes our channels can get cluttered or can just get weighed down by kind of interacting with a lot of energetic stuff. (laughs) So I created this meditation essentially for using after tarot readings. And I love this meditation. I think it's really, really powerful. It's called Clear Your Channel and it really works to clear your channel literally and to help you release energetic attachments and connections. So I will leave the links for those meditations down below. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please write a review. I love reading these reviews. It's so amazing to see how people experience these readings. And just it's joyful to hear how you have all been working with them. And also people literally find this work because people leave reviews. It comes up in the algorithm more. it helps people figure out what this podcast is even about. They're like what's this art witch thing <laughs> and so they read the reviews and then they're like oh this sounds perfect for me so you're actually helping people create art and find their magic by leaving a review and it's free and if you want to stay updated on future episodes then go ahead and hit that subscribe button That is going to be key because in the next several months, there's going to be quite a few interviews and episodes that I'm going to be releasing. And I'm very excited about the next episode that's coming up. So please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you feel called and want to check out that video on meditation. And also... Those events for September, the September 20th panel on ritual ecology and art is going to be up in the description and also the October 20th ecstatic fire sound ritual for unleashing your creative energy will be up as well. So I hope you have a wonderful lunar cycle and take care. If you enjoyed today's episode of art witch please consider subscribing or writing a review each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people